You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, faithful Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky and Father Jason Kern here live at St. James Coffee in beautiful Rochester, Minnesota. It really is such a such a beautiful day today. We've just had great weather over the past few days. Nice, sunshiny, not too hot, not too humid. Hard to beat. Beautiful fall weather. Anyway, that's not really related to what we're <laughs> talking about next, but, you know. We, we can see it outside. It just, on it, it's you know? hard not to want to appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. So as we mentioned before the break, uh, we'll be talking about St. James Coffee in our next interview, and we have uh, Melissa Scacio uh, joining us live in person here at St. James Coffee, um, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. Welcome, Melissa. Oh, well, thanks for having me, guys. That's like the worst question ever. Please talk <laughs> about yourself. Um, well, uh, I am probably the most unqualified person on the planet to run a coffee shop. I have no business management skills whatsoever, and I don't like coffee. So it is um, so- somewhat miraculous that this is exactly where God put me. And um, if you would have asked me a couple years ago, is evangelization your strong suit? I would have laughed in your face. And I would have been like, no, I'm the worst evangelizer on the planet, and now that's literally my job. So, um, you know, God always has plans far different than our own. But um, I actually, I'm originally from a small town in Wisconsin called Augusta, and I actually, by trade, am a, I'm a geneticist. So through wow. some weird life <laughs> events, um, I, I ended up... Uh, running a coffee shop. Uh, crazy, weird journey, and you know, I swore I'd never live in Minnesota growing up. Um, <laughs> no way. Uh, Twins fans were like the worst humans on the planet. <laughs> Vikings, no way. Um, so I, I still represent the Packers and the Brewers here. Um, I do have uh, three wonderful teenage daughters. Uh, two go to Leward High School, and one is finishing up her eighth grade year at St. Francis. So I am a very, very busy mom. Um, and actually, one of the great things about St. James is that my kids get to help with this ministry, too. They all know how to run the shop and um, spend a lot of time here helping mom. So this is, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm very blessed with where my life is right now and uh, never guessed I would have been here in a million years. Awesome. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's good to have you here. Um, so uh, St. James Coffee, uh, first of all, the name St. James, where does that come from? Well, you know, um, in the beginning, there was a different name they had. Um, it's a really long, it started with a Z or an X. It's a really, it's an unknown saint um, that had something to do with evangelization, maybe even coffee. I'm not sure. I wasn't here in the beginning. I came on board two years ago. Um, and they just decided that name recognition was not going to be there. People would not understand what it was. So they revoted and they decided that St. James would be perfect. And um, St. James had a great mission of evangelization. Um, we have a map on the wall back there showing the trails he walked on his evangelization journey um, through Spain and Portugal and all parts of Europe. So uh, that is, yeah, they, they decided to go with that instead. And um, it really has kind of become a household name. A lot of people think we're a church that will call and ask um, questions about what's what's going on at the church. And I'm like, well, actually, we're a coffee shop. So um, <laughs> it is it is, it is is a name that um, makes people think spirituality. And, um, and we, we try to portray that here as well. Uh, but no, we are not a church. We are a coffee shop. 
And a beautiful coffee shop with St. Murals and pictures all around. You've got a crucifix over the campfire. And then there's a chapel, right, <laughs> which yep. is so cool. I, I was here when the chapel was dedicated by Bishop Quinn. I came for, it was like my third mass of the day, and I came up to him like, Bishop, is it okay if I celebrate a third mass today and, and here for this mass? He's like, oh, of course, this is great. And you know, he was so excited. And we had, you know, this whole, we didn't have the mass in the chapel because it was too small for everybody because we had this whole room filled with people as we dedicated this place and celebrated the first mass. And what a blessing it's been. Uh, I mean, hopefully people can hear in the background <laughs> the, the <laughs> chatter. And this, this is a well-used place. I see people from Rochester that I know here, you know, who do ministry and work in the church and different things. And so it's such a blessing. Um, you know, how, how, does, how does this coffee house stand out, though, compared to, you know, like an average one or, you know, your experience of what, what's different than going to, say, Caribou down the street? Caribou down know? the street. All right. Um, uh, well, you, you already mentioned the first one. Um, it's not just a chapel. It is an adoration chapel. We have adoration available at all times. And if you know prayers for exposition, we will give you the key to the tabernacle, and we will let you open it up, and you can actually sit right in front of the Blessed Sacrament right in there. Um, and the, the other really, really big thing is that St. James is volunteer-led. I am the only paid employee. Every other person that is involved on any level, minus our accountants, because, you know, you got you to gotta make sure your taxes are right. right. Um, um, everyone is a volunteer. So um, I don't have time off if I don't have volunteers. And actually, we have a lot. Like right now, we've got Paula back there. Paula has been working Wednesday mornings for three hours for eight years. Wow. Like she has been in since the beginning. We have many volunteers that take a weekly shift that just love this place. We've got people that work once a month. We've got people that work every couple of months just if I need somebody to fill in. Um, and they just love this place. And some of our volunteers aren't even Catholic. They, But they're very, very drawn to being in here. They're very... Uh, I. They're always like, well, I just love being here. I'm not sure what it is. I'm like, well, I could tell you, <laughs> but you might not understand. You might think I'm kind of crazy when I tell you what it is, um, but it is, it is, it's crazy to see people just feel the difference in here um, because uh, we have Jesus right here with us, and, and our mission is completely um, evangelization-oriented, and um, it, it's funny to see the the mission just draw people in and they, they can't even explain why they want to be in here yeah tell us about that so you say the mission here is to evangelize is to help people come to know or to experience more about their faith uh the environment lends itself to that. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. But how is it that you guys, as volunteers, or as, you know, if people were maybe inquiring, or if they just came here and they started to notice something or ask a question about something, how would you approach them? What would that situation be like? Well, like, this this happens all the time, actually. Um, right up on our wall, above the barista bar, there's a, there's a quote, and it says, Great people, good coffee. And under that, it says, We invite questions and discussion about faith. And people take that completely literally. Um, awesome. I have people that, I have a guy, my best customer, he's an atheist. He runs the laundromat, and every day he comes in and we talk faith. And he's like, you know, you can just cover that up if you get sick of talking to me about this. I'm like, how could I ever get sick of talking about this? Um, but, like, uh, everything is geared towards, like you said, we have pictures of the saints on the wall. People will ask. And then it's like, oh, well, we have reading material on that. Or you can Google it. Um, the names of the drinks, like we've got St. Lucy's Lavenders, we've got St. We've got Therese, we've got a Divine Mercy, and people will just be like, oh, I love those names, what does it mean? And it spurs a discussion, and a lot of times you just leave it at that, unless they keep asking, and then the next time they come in, they'll be like, oh, well, I looked that up, or, you know, I'd like to talk more about that. Uh, we also have informational CDs that have been donated, 
Um, we've got Lighthouse Catholic Media stuff, um, all free of charge unless people want to leave a donation. Um, we have a lending, we have a lending library that is full of books that have been donated. People can take them, um, all geared towards um, um, learning about the faith or learning about people in the faith. So we we really try um, to make sure that. If, if someone is wondering about something, they can come in and they can find an answer. Whether or not the actual barista can answer it, because none of us know everything. There's some pretty hard questions out there, uh, but we try to have resources around that um, make that available. Yeah, so incredible. You know, and to think, you know, I, I know Father Matt Fasnett has completely handed over everything, but he, in prayer, just received this call from God to start a place for evangelization and that guy loves coffee and so he that's why he decided you know to do this and the lord has so blessed it um it hasn't been easy right surviving covid was not easy no. lots of challenges along the way uh, to to run a coffee shop to run a business is not easy in today's culture you need support you need people invested in the mission and really care about this place and, and we've seen rochester wants it they're, they're striving to continue to support it and so your work goes directly to that uh, there's also events that happen here. Right? A lot. We have lots of stuff going on. Um, like just in the next couple of weeks, uh, there's uh, young adult trivia nights. Um, we do teen karaoke. Uh, we've got Bible study that runs on Thursday morning. Um, there's a, a journal lettering class that we have a lady come in and teach like once a month. Um, uh, confirmation is starting. Like I actually teach confirmation for my church out of St. James because the kids love to be here so much. And then the kids can get their service by volunteering. So almost every kid in my class knows how to barista. And then they spend all their extra time in here. Nice. And they bring their friends in. And they're like, you know, this is such a cool place. Like, you have to check this out. Um, like, we, ha we have movie nights. We host meetings for people. We run a painting class, like a canvas and Chardonnay, but it's canvas and coffee. Um, we, we just we try to have it be a place where people can come in um, and feel welcome. It doesn't matter what denomination you're from. Um, we have Christian musicians come in and, and play music sometimes. Uh, pretty much if someone has an idea and they're like, this would be a cool event, I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. The, the, young adult, young, yeah. the young adult group is actually talking about running a murder mystery on Halloween. Nice. And cool. they're like, could we use it and like do a coffee shop theme? And I'm like, absolutely. Bring them in. Um, we, we want people to be here. We want people to use the space because that is what we're for is we are a space for people to use in community. And in faith. Yeah, that's really great. I know I've done like a theology on tap here before, and uh, but theology on brew or whatever yes. we call it. <laughs> yep. And uh, and so you know, but people pack it. It's full. People come. They love to you know hear a message and you know want to to grow in their faith, understand something. It gives such an environment that's not kind of your classic walk into church feel, but instead it's a relaxed atmosphere, a friendly atmosphere, and just a fun atmosphere where people can come and be a little more festive instead of you know kind of sitting in a hard pew. They sit on a maybe a, a, a cushioned chair or, or a hard chair and, and enjoy their coffee, right? But uh, but it's just such a cool um, environment and, and a place of faith that you've blended well both the culture of faith but also a dynamism where they can relax and, and, and really just be comfortable and be themselves. So, yeah, it's just beautiful. And I really love that it's, you know, uh, all ages. Really, oh, yeah. You yep. know, sometimes people think of coffee shops as like the hip trendy, you know, just kind of that. 25 to, to 35 age range there, but it really is across the, the ages. Yep, just sitting right next to us, we have our kids section where we have a, a table, we've got lots of Lego bricks and um, toys for the kids, we've got a game shelf, we've got coloring books, we've got all kinds of stuff um, so that everyone feels welcome. Like bring in your kids, let them play in the area and sit and enjoy your coffee. Yeah. And as a mom, I really was very adamant that we have a space to make yeah. sure that there was something for the kids to do so moms could relax and just kind of keep them in one area. Yeah. 
you also have uh, stuff for sale, right? Like this, like a normal coffee shop, maybe, but more like Catholic themed, or you know, uh, rosaries for sale, or uh, church goods, but also some coffee. Some is that honey over there? Yep, you know yeah, yeah, we say? got some local honey. Somebody <laughs> brought in. Yep. Yeah, so many cool things, little cards over there. So, lots of really cool things to check out at St. James. Always worth a visit to come in. Uh, and, and to be able to just see so many cool things and cool people that are here. I mean, this place right now, there's like 15 people just talking. I know some of them are good Catholic folks and others not, and probably. And so it's just a, it's a really cool environment. Or maybe they're on their way to being Catholic. Yeah, you never that's know. right. We're working on them. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful ministry, like you said, about just the being, being a place, right, you know, that people can come and, and like you said, Father, different than a church setting, mm-hmm. right? Some pe- some people might not show up for a, you know, a theology talk uh, at a parish or something like that, but they might come here because, well, at least I can have a cup of coffee while I listen to it. Yeah. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about um, how St. James is going to help out during the upcoming Real Presence Live Fall Fall Live Drive. I'll say it right. I've been saying it a million times on the phone, calling people and prepping for next week. Uh, That's right. The Fall Live Drive is coming up next week. I'm sure everyone listening already knows that, but in case you hadn't, uh, we start next Wednesday. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that and how St. James factors in, as well as more about this uh, wonderful place in Rochester uh, after the break here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Need some inspiration or rejuvenation? Real Presence Radio's Fall Awaken Live Drive will be just the thing for you. Join us September 15th through the 17th for stories that will inspire and a chance to hear how Real Presence Radio is working in spreading faith and hope throughout the Midwest. Tune in September 15th through the 17th for the Fall Awaken Live Drive right here on Real Presence Radio. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. 
bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And hello again from, I, I like what Father Curran said earlier, Ra Ra Rochester. I might have to use that from now on. Uh, Med City. Um, here at St. James Coffee, uh, Nick Medelsky, Father Jason Kern. We're sitting here with uh, Melissa Scacio, uh, live in person uh, for this interview, and uh, talking about St. James Coffee. And uh, broadcast here from St. James Coffee, Real Presence Live, pretty regularly, so it seemed like a natural fit uh, to see if we could do uh, one of the segments for our upcoming fall live drive here at St. James Coffee. Um, and... Uh, Absolutely seemed like a natural fit, so uh, we, we set that up. Like I said before the break, the fall live drive is coming up next week, Wednesday through Friday. We will be here at St. James Coffee um, from 7 to 9 in the morning on uh, Thursday. Um, anything else uh, you'd like to add about that? Oh, just like uh, when you guys are here from 7 to 9, <clears throat> and all day afterwards, actually, we are going to have some kind of box or tip jar or something. And if anyone leaves a donation for RPR at all at any time during the day, we will give them a coupon for a free drink of choice so they can get any anything they'd like with the donation. And that was that was offered without us us pushing for anything. No, that's or, true. Or I totally volunteered that. <laughs> <laughs> just just want to get that out on the air so everyone knows. That's um, awesome. Yeah, definitely awesome. So, uh, and, and how does uh, the kind of the Ministry of Real Presence Radio... Um, I mean, it seems natural to us, but for those listening, how you know how do those two ministries kind of complement each other? Um, well, uh, it's it's interesting because um, to me, like the coffee houses, like you said, like the vibe is more like a youthful thing, and um, you do not see young people without AirPods in their ears. My kids, it drives me nuts because I'm talking to them and I know they're listening to something as they're talking to me or as they're doing their homework. Something is always playing in their ear. So we need to have things out there that they can be listening to that can be filling their ears when they are looking. Because like never before in history have kids had such um, access to any kind of information out there, good or bad. So I, I, I do a lot of youth ministry stuff here um, with kids and I'm always steering them because we have signs for RPR all over the place and I'm like you know that is a good thing to listen to you know the Bible in here with Father Mike Schmitz that's another one I'm always pushing that on the kids and I'm like you need to be listening to things that are good and like whispering good things in your ear as opposed to all the other things in the world that are bombarding you with things that um, that are not so good for you yeah that's a great point and you know it's 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 ministries like Real Presence Radio. It's like St. James Coffee where we're seeking to evangelize, right? We're seeking to try to bridge the gap for people to find a place where they can open up in faith, right? Where they can just have a dialogue, where someone can reach out to them. Well, you know what? That can often happen in very simple ways with a message that they hear, a point that's made, the way something's said, a new presentation, right? And, and you guys do that in person, and this does it over the radio waves. And it's a powerful tool to be able to bridge those gaps and help people to continue to hear the message of salvation that comes in Jesus Christ. And so we, you know, it's, it's great to, to be able to hear about that and to see the work that you're doing, uh, all those powerful things. So where can our listeners find out more about St. James Coffee? Well, we have a website, so www.stjamescoffee.com. That has all kinds of information about us, the products we use, um, all the events we have coming up. And then also you can find us on Facebook, just St. James Coffee. And um, that's probably the, the better one to go to because that one... <laughs> Um, as I said, we have volunteers that do everything. Um, so 
our volunteer on the Facebook page is really on top of things. So that usually has the most up-to-date everything, you know, special hours, any anything we have going on, any cancellations of events, because, you know, during this time, we've had to abruptly cancel a few things as people have been sick or not felt well. Um, so, yeah, Facebook is really the best way, but the website usually has all the information you need on it as well. That's great. And so... At St. James, there's so many good things happening. Uh, there's, you know, all kinds of cool events coming up. Um, I know you guys have fundraisers that you have to take care of and support and uh, promote. How do you guys uh, even survive COVID, for instance, right? Most coffee shops have struggled during this time to get people in their doors. Uh, and not to mention just, you know, people aren't getting out as much. And there's a lot more fear and the questions, you know, should we wear a mask? All these things are out there. How have you guys maneuvered all this? What's it been like, if I can ask, you know, just what the, the time's been like for you? Um, uh, I, there were nights I didn't sleep very much. I can tell you that. Yeah. You kind of wake up in the morning and you check the news and your email and you're like, what changed? Um, and yeah. it, it, it's been a lot better now um but we closed the doors completely for 12 weeks because we we don't have a drive-through um and the community support was tremendous at that point because we had already we were coming up on the point where our big yearly fundraiser was and that had to be canceled Mm. so we were kind of just trying to hang on and then it's the big fundraiser we're replenished for a while and then that couldn't happen so um uh, we always take online donations through the website or our facebook page um because for those people who aren't familiar, St. James is a nonprofit. Yes, right? yes, St. James is a nonprofit. Um, and I, I kind of laugh because people will ask me, what do you do with your profits? And I'm like, oh, there are no profits. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely no profits. Um, uh, overhead is tremendous in something yeah. like a coffee shop. And in the city of Rochester, it is, it's nuts. And um, prices of everything are going up. And I trying to hold the line and not raise the prices on anything, but that also eats into all of the money that we, we have to actually run things. Um, we just had a, the, a Celebrate St. James event you guys had talked mm-hmm. about on the radio yeah. before. Um, so we, we had a, a, a small surplus of donation come in at that time. So uh, we're, we're okay right now, but it is, um, it is it's always precarious because tomorrow they could say we're shutting your doors again. Yeah. And then we, you just never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. Well, it's a great ministry that it's just fantastic to have here in Rochester and really uh, southeastern Minnesota because I'm sure people come from all over. Oh, yes, um, yes. We were talking to, to Joe uh, earlier. He's in Mankato, but he managed to stop by. Yeah, and, he's, he knew well you know, where this place is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, it's it's really a good regional ministry, not just for a specific group of people, you know, here in Rochester. And it's a great location right across from one of the Catholic churches. I know that their youth ministry team and, and young adult team take advantage of working and coming over here. I've One time I was over here and Father Sauer, the pastor, just wandered in. I was like, hey, how's it going? You know, So it's, it's cool to be able to see the, the dynamic uh, um, ministry that can happen through here and just, you know, such a cool culture of, of faith blended into society. And so it's, it's a worthy support. You know, we, we think about all these ministries that take place. This environment is really important for people in today's culture to have a place where they can go, where they don't feel threatened, you know, for whatever reason. People go into churches, they feel a certain pressure, right? Or I, I have a friend, you know, he kind of has anxiety attacks when he goes in too many people around yeah, in the church, yeah. you know, those kinds of things are very present today. To have a place like this where you can relax, <laughs> where you can come and sit down, drink coffee, sip on a mocha, <laughs> named after a Carmelite saint, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and just enjoy life, you know, so, and, and yet, and then still encounter the possibility of faith and, and really open up, might be a first step in the door for a lot of people. And yeah, so, and some great. people don't mention it at all. They could, it could be yeah. their 20th trip in here, and then all of a sudden they're like, so 
what are you guys really doing here? Or, you know, why do people go in that little room in the back? Mm. And why are they so excited when you tell them there's a chapel in here? Or, you know, and then, you know, just repetition of, of visiting is, is really important because then all of a sudden they're like, oh, because life is busy. You don't notice what's around you. And then it just takes that one time where they can just sit and look around and be like, huh. Yeah, maybe there's something more to this. Like, you're dedicating your life to this right now. And then we always, like, there's often a priest or a seminarian or a religious sister in here. We, we um, at St. James, we love to support them, so they drink for free when they are here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I take advantage of that. Yes, Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but it's, it's really fun because all of a sudden you'll see someone go up to one of the priests that's just sitting there drinking their coffee, and they'll take them back in the chapel, and they'll do confession. Like, awesome. there's just, there's a lot of really beautiful awesome. things that can happen, or all of a sudden a religious discussion starts because there's a priest in here that can answer some questions. So it, you know, it really just, it brings the church into the real world. Yeah. It's like a meeting place between your home and the church, and, you know, that's that's really what we want to be is is that place. Yeah, I can't count the number of young people I've met with here who are discerning a call of the priesthood, or they want to meet and talk about, you know, their own discernment, their journey of faith. And, and it's powerful, right, that it just provides an environment where people can come and, and have honest conversation. You know, in a coffee shop, you think, oh, there might be people listening. But you really kind of have your own little corner, your own little mm-hmm. niche, and people are in their own little world. And, uh, and there might be an eavesdropper or two, but it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's just a really beautiful thing to, to witness and to see uh, the beauty of how people uh, can come together at a place like this and, and have that blending of both culture and faith. So. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you're not a coffee drinker, there's tea here as well. Oh, yeah, smoothies. Uh, We've got all, because I don't drink coffee. So there has to be stuff here for me. <laughs> and my kids don't drink coffee either, so. <laughs> yes. And uh, and uh, also food, right? There's yep. also. Um, yeah, uh, the Canadian Honker provides like salads and wraps. And we cool. have pastries that come in from the Sweet House Bakery. And um, yes, we, we have plenty of stuff here for you. So really, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a one-stop shop in a lot of ways. So um, just a great great place to be um and uh and in catholic uh gifts as well right? oh yep, yep yep i'm hoping to expand um the gifts of faith bookshop used to be or bookshop uh, gift shop used to be next door and i'm really hoping to actually start up a smaller version of that in here cool eventually you know yeah. god willing i feel drawn to it so you know i'm hoping it'll happen yeah well <laughs> there's already a lot of little cool things and so just to continue to build that would be mm-hmm. really cool so people people uh, love this place i know so many locals here they they take advantage of it and they make sure to prioritize around it any final thoughts or reflections that you'd have for us this morning anything that you're wanting to promote or oh about? actually um Actually, I've been approached. There's a group of people in La Crosse, Wisconsin, that would really like to start an arm of St. James there. They're actually looking at a place. They've talked to Father Matt about startup things, and they're in contact with me, and they're like, you know, yeah, I'm like, just keep praying, just keep praying. So if there's anyone out there in the La Crosse area that would like to see a St. James Coffee come to your town, there is a group of people out there trying to discern if they should try to start that up right now. That seems like it'd be a great location. It'll be fabulous. Yeah. Well, awesome. We'll uh, we'll keep that in our thoughts and prayers, and, and hopefully something comes of that, because that would be a great location for that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, thanks and, for having uh, me. And, uh, and f- for for supporting the, the live draft coming up next week. Uh, that's going to be an exciting time. So very much looking forward to that. Um, up next on uh, Real Presence Live, uh, we'll be speaking with uh, someone from St. Vincent de Paul Society here in Rochester. They have an exciting event coming up to help fundraise for the important work that they do. Stay tuned.